to today's episode of Jazz Beats, your number one podcast for jazz news and entertainment. Here are your hosts, Jackson and Tyson. Welcome back, everybody, to Here another episode of Jazz Beats. Um, thank you, Kirsty. Again, I'm Jackson. Over here's Tyson. Hello, everybody. The best dressed man on all of podcast land. Yes. Um, so if you're not on YouTube watching us, you better get on that because yeah. you won't be able to see this attire every week. I put a lot of effort into this. It looks that way. Man, I, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a first come, first serve when I get dressed. It's like, really? okay, what's the first thing I just looked at? Really? And then it, that's it. That's the go-to. Oh, no. It's got. It's all got to match. It's all got to match. Just like the Utah Jazz jerseys this year, it has to be dialed in. The jerseys, we're, we're really going to compare... The jerseys this year to your it dress seems up? like i saw a post earlier in last week where jazz association was asking for advice or mm-hmm. some feedback on the jerseys what well, i mean what's happening there they know that they're bad well everybody knows they're garbage and i i, I that tells me that they are getting negative feedback from fans i know they have known they're bad but now that it's like bad enough to make people voice hey ryan hey jazz these suck absolutely (laughs) i think they're doing something surely their their data has to show at some point the number of jerseys that are selling in the fan store do you think it's down oh a hundred percent it has not not a hundred percent down but i i'm a hundred percent positive that the, the sales are down and that the only jersey that is selling at a reasonable uh Volume has got to be the throwback. The mountains. Mountain jersey. I will bet you 99% of the time when a new jersey hits, sales just jump. Because there's it's a new look, new colors, new everything that p- nobody has yet. So, yeah, right. if, they're, if they're down after that, there's big problems to be had. Uh, and I think, that, I think that it's pretty evident. So, the, uh, the fact that they're actually putting that filler out there to confirm means I think they're going to use that as uh, ammunition in a sense and just be like, listen, we've, he- we've heard your complaints. We've, okay. heard what, we've listened to the public. S- this amount of people are interested in a change in Jersey. They weren't happy. We want to comply. We want to make our fans happy. So we have changed the jerseys for the 2023-2024 season. Yeah, because after hearing that, we can all, we can all calm down. You know, exactly. uh, so you have to see these jerseys most nights. They suck. Oh, but I know they're doing something. They put out there that they're doing something, right. so I'm good. So yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, that is good. A big shout out. Also appreciate Fizz. Yeah, we're uh, at Fizz. Drinks. Here we are at the Fizz Studio in Richfield, Utah. If you haven't been down, what what's the drink we're trying today? We are going with a s'mores hot chocolate, oh. and it's a delight. Here, cheers. Oh, cheers. We just had some nachos. Yeah. Um, this place is great. Yeah. <laughs> I love this place. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, spend too much money. Monday here. afternoons are my my best time of the week. Um, we're here every Monday, twelve o'clock, to record. Um, in case you're in the area, come say hi. I'm yeah. not waving at anybody, but <laughs> uh, thank you to our uh, audience here today. Uh, Jackson will autograph or sign anything that you bring in if if it's during the recording time on Mondays, twelve to one. Right. I'll 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 stand by that. That's stand fine. By that? That's fine. Okay. Also, big shout out to Central Utah Giveaways and DraftKings, our other sponsors for today's episode. You'll hear more about those a little later on. And we got Know It or Blow It coming up later with oh, Carter man. Coleman. I can't Carter wait. Carter Coleman, are you listening, Carter? <laughs> oh my! I hope he does well. We need another I do win. Too. We need a W. Yeah. 
After the loss against the Blazers the other night, tell me how you felt watching that game. I mean, the fourth quarter was tough. Lowry had a couple turnovers that cost us the game. Let's just call a spade what it is spade. I, I hope that that doesn't define him and he doesn't feel like he can't be that clutch player because he has been that player for us in the past, and this just wasn't one of those times. Well, I saw a thing in the last one minute of the game, the Jazz had zero field goal attempts. We did not get a shot up in the last minute. I think that's including free throws. I, I'm not sure that the, the uh, Blazers did much better. And we had three turnovers yeah. is the big one. Right. No shots, three turnovers. That's not okay. And I think we were up one going into that minute. And so we had a backcourt, which was a uh, just a ball dribbled out of yeah, hands. Yeah, by right? marketing. Uh-huh. And then did we have we must have had a foul. I don't remember. They, they came up to the line, I feel like. Uh, super interesting. Uh, the Blazer game, I really feel like we could have won it. Even with We're still without Mike, of course. Do we have an ETA for his return? Um, I, I feel like it's any day. I think they said a few days ago that he's now day-to-day. He's right. practicing, but it's just a matter of when he gets the okay to go. They were without Lillard again, so even the Mike Conley argument is not acceptable yeah. for that loss. But the crazy thing is, with no Lillard, they had Anthony Simons go off for 40-plus. 40, 40 what did he have, 48? Career 45. game for him. Yeah. I mean, he scored the majority of the team's points the first quarter. I, I, they were 40 points, I think, by the f- end of the first quarter. Insane. I mean, he he was just putting threes down like it was nobody's business. And it was, I'm not going to lie, they were beautiful to watch, even though he was the opposing team. And we, we hung in there pretty well. We had like an eight-point deficit the majority of the game. But the Jazz are like pesky you know they're hard to get rid of sometimes even when you're got guys going off like that we stay in the game um it just comes down to having that veteran on the court to make sure the nerves and the plays don't come in in a negative effect at the end of the game late game is all about um veterans and all about experience and and it all everything just tightens up and we haven't had that without mike mike's a huge part of that so since last time we went two and two um, we also beat the Clippers without Kawhi, without Paul George. A much-needed win to break our our losing streak. Um, big game. Not a not a real high-profile game with those guys out, but but right. we needed it. Uh, there's there's kind of a saying. Uh, Thurl, Thurl Bailey mentioned when on the broadcast of that game where we came back and lost our first home game after the road trip. He said that sometimes after a long road trip, the first game back home – can be really hard. Um, Why is that? I, and I think it's an emotional thing. You got a lot of travel. You finally get back home. You're thinking you can have that breather, but in the back of your mind, there is a ton of pressure. And I just think it's just a combination of the two. So, uh, and it came into play that time, and we came back and won the second home game instead. So interesting to see. What about the Pacers game? What a fun game that was for Jazz fans. I mean, I know we won by. 13 points or whatever the, that game was, but it was a lot of fun. I felt like there was a lot of energy, kind of a rough game, um, but I love that. I love a little bit of scrappy play, and Young Bull brings that to every possession. He is crazy out of control. I think he's going to have a lot of players in the NBA hate him because he's so rough, but when he's on your team, I love it. So that was a game I actually missed. Um, so this is Pacers, most Pacers. of it's going to be on you. I'm, I've been looking at stats and highlights and stuff, and it it just seems like we held everybody down. 
There was no yeah. guy having 45. Nobody There's nobody nobody yeah. above 18 was their highest score. Yeah. So it's just kind of like a collective success there. It, it on the just, defensive end? Yeah, on the defensive end. Just everyone kind of d- keying in and playing off everybody. Yeah. So nobody went off on us, which is surprising considering we're giving guys career nights a couple times this year with the Embiid game. It was right. just a monster. It's the Simons, Simons game the yeah. other day. So that was good to see. Some uh, some adjustments were made, obviously, for Simon on the second half. He did not perform as well. And we really – I'm trying to remember who we put on him. I think Beasley played him a little bit on defense. And I, I'm wondering if that's why Beasley didn't have as great of an offensive game because he was just gassing himself on the defensive, trying to stop him from playing so well. Um, but it was a fun game either way. And it came down to the wire – Sad to see that the last minute and a half came down to nothing exciting, just mistakes and whistles. And let's talk about the whistles really quick. We've got uh, Coach Hardy's first technical. Oh, yeah. Right? Much, I was going to say deserved, but um, very welcomed with the call that happened right before that. Certainly supported. Yeah, absolutely supporting that. And Ryan Smith even went so far to, to go out and tweet and say, um, yeah, I'll cover the fine on that tee. So I guess the fine can be anywhere between five hundred to twenty five hundred dollars for a, a coach's technical foul. From the, what does that sound right? That sounds low. It does. I'm sound wondering low. if it's five grand to twenty five grand. It could be. That, that sounds a little be. better. That could be. So that I mean that plays an effect, right? Coach Hardy after the in the press conference he said that yeah, he was going to have to uh, reconsider what he was getting his kids for Christmas because of the fine he was going <laughs> to have to pay. Not anymore with Ryan Smith as his owner. Thank you, Ryan Smith. I'm going to shout out Ryan Smith next time I get a fine for really anything. Uh, Will Hardy's kids need to be writing Ryan Smith a, a Christmas card. Yes. Saying thank absolutely. you. Absolutely. <laughs> they better. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> I love it. Um, so right before the tee, Clarkson goes up, kind of transition, goes up for layer, layup, gets hammered on the arm, knocks him off balance, and then the body of Nurkic at that point hits him again. So he almost got fouled twice. And both of them were, were huge fouls, like obvious fouls and no call. I don't know what ref was looking at at the time. Um, it was on the baseline. It seems like there's always a ref on the baseline. No excuses. Yeah. That was horrible. Yeah, I saw that same tackle on the Trojans Utes game uh, the other right. night in Las Vegas, and there was a whistle blown <laughs> on that. So I'm trying to con- figure out how the NBA refs <laughs> missed it. If you watch the game, you'll notice the very next possession – Clarkson comes down, drives to the basket, does not dare put it up. He dishes it out to the corner and we miss a shot. There's, it's, a, it's a mind game. Once you know you're going to go down there and get hammered, it, you know it's like you start to flinch and you don't, you're not open to, the, to putting the board up, putting it on the board and scoring the basket. It just makes you second guess your offensive strategy because you're just not getting calls. And then Kelly had another missed call uh, the next offensive possession after that. And I think the Jazz were just like, what do we do? We can't drive. They're playing us really well on the perimeter. And I think that's where we started to really struggle offensively. Offensively, I had a coach tell me that this the game of basketball in a game is like 80-20 mental to physical. And and that right there just shows it. Like Clarkson not yep. wanting to go in and and get to the hoop again after the call before or yep. the no call. Yeah. Um in a game, it's it's eighty percent mental in the fact that you got to be aware of your surroundings to be able to use those physical tools that you've worked on before the game right. to apply those to what's going on around you. And 
and then the game is hugely mental, and that's that that's a perfect example. Yeah, you could see it on the next two possessions. We struggled to know what what to do because we felt like we had to play against the refs as well. So, and I'm not saying that we lost because of the refs. No, uh, obviously there were some bad calls made, and and I'm watching the Jazz, so I'm sure there were bad calls made for the other team, but I'm not watching them as well. So, it really, our offense struggled the second half. Um, we did pick it up a little bit, but Will Hardy says we lost that game the first quarter when we let Simon score like he did. Yeah. I mean, we, you got, you're just playing behind and catching uphill the rest of the game. So, honestly, credit to him to making it as close as they did. Yeah. Um, Jazz are now, we've got their record down, 14 and 12. 14 and 12 and sitting in ninth place still. So still playing game. Talked about that last week or the week before, how exciting that playing game will be if we're in it. Right. Um, just just win or go home. Is the play-in game, it's at, it will be at the... It'll be at the higher seeds okay. arena. So it'll be... At, really? Okay. So for the ninth seed, we'll be on the road. Right. Not what we want. I mean... No. Uh, <laughs> no. If we're doing the play-in, I want to be in the better seed so we can be here to watch it. Yeah. Because that's a fun game. Yeah. It's all on the line. Mm-hmm. How exciting is that? Yeah, that'll be fun. Um, it's weird that... The first few weeks of the season, my mentality flip-flopped, but I'm now officially back to like a win-win mindset. Okay. When we win a game, it's super fun and I love it. And when we lose a game and I see us get closer to the in the lottery, it's it's kind of a win-win. I said that at the start of the year that this season is all win-win. We win a game, great. If we lose a game, great. We're just that much closer to getting a draft pick. Right. I think I'm back on that for now. Really? Which is probably short term, but who knows? I I think, man, that's a that's a tough one. I don't know if I'm on board with you on that. I I feel like we're uh, uh, when Mike Conley comes back, let's play five games back with Mike and see that what direction we go from there. Okay. I really feel like right now we're picking up. We are playing a whole different roster. I mean, we've got Horton Tucker. We've got Kelly. We've got uh, Young Bull bringing the ball up. I mean, look at our starting lineup. Who's good players? Of, yeah, but I mean, some people are like, "Who are these?" Yeah, guys? you know <laughs> what I mean. Like, without Mike, it, it's it's almost like, is this the Utah Jazz? I think we're having to be very creative offensively. Yes, and and I think that that's taking too much of our energy and focus to win a game. And rotations too. You you pointed out that um, Horton Tucker didn't get in in the Clippers game. Yeah, that that to me is extremely interesting. And he's been um, kind of experimenting with him at the point guard, with Conley out. So weird to see him get zero minutes. Right. Just based off decision of the coach. Right. And then and then the very next game he comes in and does really well. Yeah. He he is a little. He does make a few bad passes. I mean, he's he's going to make more mistakes than Mike Conley in that position for sure. Yeah. And he's also not going to bring the mentality to the court that Mike Conley does. And I think that's more of what we're missing. It's a, again, a mental game. Back to the mind game. A mental game. So, Jazz fans, where's your mind game? Are you 20% let's go or 80% let's go? <laughs> um, we talked about officials. Speaking of that, did you catch Rudy Gobert's ejection? The other night? What a dirtbag. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, um, it doesn't surprise me at all. I, Why? Um, I don't know what the word, how to pronounce Karen in French, <laughs> but 
But I think that Rudy Gobert has a bit of Karen in him. I th- don't you think? <laughs> what? He's, go, go, he's, you got to add to that. You can't just call somebody a Karen and then cut it off. Explain. Well, think about think about when he was on the Utah Jazz. I can't remember who he said it against, but he was like, "Meet me in a ring and no cameras. <laughs> Let's bloody brawl." And I was it Paul George? I can't Might remember. Have been Draymond. I mean, why not? That's the most well, likely. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, so I just think there's a little bit of like he 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 always bites back. Yeah. Um, wants the last word. Wants the last hit. Um, so to see him have a tuffle and some words exchange and then to trip this uh, Williams bloke, what's his first name? Uh, Kenrick. Kenrick Williams. To trip him and have him fall on the ground, obvious as day that it was an intentional trip. Uh, I kind of miss it, but at the <laughs> same time, I don't know. I mean, how are you feeling about that? And then, and then we'll have to get into how you think the Timberwolves fans are receiving him thus far in the season. Um. I'm not surprised. That's what I mean. By yeah, it. Yeah. He's he's just a guy that you you rarely see smile. So it's to see that happen is not surprising just cuz he he just puts off the vibe of I'm always angry, which angry people do stupid things. So the the trip was terrible. It was obvious um and the guy actually fell a lot worse than he should have. Um, it, so it didn't didn't help his case there. It didn't look good. It's almost like he has little man syndrome, but he's giant. <laughs> Is there a big man syndrome? That's what we need to look into. That okay. uh, we'll get back to you next. We're gonna week do a on, survey. Is there a big there. man syndrome? Yeah. What do they do? Like they're just like a little man syndrome, but you're really big. I don't know. Yeah, we have to define that, and then there's a whole workaround to our process of yeah of collecting data. Being less than six foot, I have no idea about the big man syndrome, <laughs> but I'll have to look into it. <laughs> Is that the line between little man and big man? Well, I think no, is there a middleman? There should be a middleman syndrome. Yeah, there's no syndrome there. You're just you are you. Yeah, you're just you are what a- you are. You're just an average guy. You're that guy in the New York videos that's just walking in a black suit on the sidewalk. I feel like that's me. No, no, <laughs> that's you're taller me. than that. Oh, geez, no. Okay, our Timberwolves fans, happy to have Gobert. I mean, right now they are in 11th place in the West. Their record is 11 and 12. They've lost more than they've won. Um, they've put big money. They put everything on the line for this trade. They've got probably the biggest off-season trade I dare say of the off-season was Rudy Gobert's trade. I mean, I don't yeah. think anything can match it. The only one maybe in question is Mitchell, but we all I, know I think, which direction that's been going. Right. That's been excellent. Um how how are the Timberwolves fans feeling about everything? You know what, the more the season goes on, the more I hear fans or media or analysts say how one-sided that trade was and how bad it was for Minnesota. At first, I mean, it was a it was a haul for Gobert, right? Um, but there were a few that could say, I could see where they're going. I could see them wanting to win now. They need a defensive presence because Cat's not much of a defense. They're trying out two bigs to see what happens. But now I think it's pretty unanimous that that it was a bad trade for Minnesota. They got rid of a lot of their pieces that, that helped their offense. That That's the argument I'm hearing. Helped their offense more than they thought. Okay, Jared Vanderbilt, Malik Beasley coming off a big year. Um, and then Patrick Beverly being that guy 
um, that we got rid of, obviously, but um, was a huge part of it. And now offensively, they they are they're terrible. When you have uh, Beverly Beasley and Vanderbilt, I mean, those three guys are are active players. They want to score. You know what I mean? There was a couple times um, Vanderbilt had some. He I think he hit three out of four or four out of five threes in a game, and then come fourth quarter, he was not shooting wide open shots. Which I'm not sure what's going on with that. If that's coach's instruction. But back to those three players and what Timberwolves gave up, it does completely change the dynamic of the team. I mean, just what you have, uh, the ability to bring off the bench and what they can contribute versus what Gobert contribute contributes to a roster. I don't know. It's tough. It, it's really tough. And, and, and I think if the money wasn't so big, fans would be like, okay, we got our defensive player. But it's because it was such a big commitment that it's like, all right, you're, you put all your cards on the table for this. And it's not paying off as big as you want. So, you know, it's like, I, I, th- I think that they're a little disappointed. I think there's just some disappointment there for sure in the fan base. Um, th- they got to remember it's still early. You know, this wasn't a, we talked about it being the Jazz, not a trade for this year. And I think for Timberwolves as well, they're, they're looking at the next three, four years to have success. So there's going to be growing pains. We remember Mike Conley coming here and how much of a struggle it was the first third of the that's, season. That's a really good point. And it's it's different than a team like Utah's right now where it's everyone's new, everyone's adjusting. I think you're going to get you're going to get some guys that um, adjust quicker than others. So you're going to see those those big jumps in growth early on because some guys just get it. But where it's one guy into the the Timberwolves roster one big part of it and he doesn't catch on quickly i do and it takes a little longer to grow that 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 could be a thing it's i think that's why we haven't seen that those growing pains with utah is because everything's new and everyone knows it's new and so you're gonna see the people catch on really quick and maybe gobert's not catching on really quick or those other four are not adjusting really quick to gobert being there Interesting. Yeah, no, that's that. It'll be fun to watch, and then he's coming back to Utah. I mean, we're going to talk about our upcoming schedule. We've got our upcoming schedule and our uh, our 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 best segment that we have. The, the segment. <laughs> the, well, the only <laughs> real segment that we have coming up soon. I think that Gobert's going to be well received. Well, we'll talk about that here in okay. a little bit. Should we? Okay. Should we take a break? Yeah, we're going to take a break. Hear from our sponsors, and uh, we're going to have Carter Coleman on for Nowhere to Blow It coming oh up soon. Oh my gosh, this is my favorite. Stay tuned, guys. Central Utah Giveaways has partnered with us, and they are giving away an electric scooter um, for, I was going to say, your teenage kids, but no, I, I would love one of those scooters. They're a blast. They're a lot of fun. They're, they're worth like 600 bucks. I mean, they're a nice scooter. This isn't uh, something you're going to find a Big Five or the Walmart. This is the good stuff. I mean, <laughs> And we're giving it away, or, or Central Utah is giving it away Christmas Eve. So, like, what better timing could you find a giveaway? Uh, the website, if you want to enter, is centralutahgiveaways.com. And entries are as low as $2. So, $2 could win you a $600 scooter for you or a loved one. So check that out. Those are pretty good odds. I like it. Also, thank you to DraftKings. Um, the NBA season is heating up, and there are still so many unknown um, things of the season. <laughs> um, we're looking to get in on the action. I bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 
Um, new customers can bet $5 on a pregame Moneyline bet, and if they win that bet, you get $150 in free bets for after that if you do. Okay, so check if you check it out, guys. You really should check out the app. Right now, everyone can earn up to 100% boost with the DraftKings Step Up Same Game Parlay. We all know how I feel about parlays, and every time I see Jordan Clarkson, I think, how come he hasn't dressed up as Jack, Den- er, as Jack Sparrow? You know, he's already got the hair. He's halfway there, and that reminds me of parlay. You know, like the parlay. Oh, okay, okay. You're, you're, you're struggling. That took me a long time. You know, the parlay, and then they have to treat you right mm-hmm. on the ship. Yeah. But, but really, uh, the Pirate's Code is more of a guideline. Oh, it's not in stone. It's yeah. just in rotten uh, According to wood. Captain Barbosa. Um, anyways, true. the bet I like is those those flash drafts on the, the yes. regular DraftKings app. Yes. Ton of fun. I um, actually had some listeners reach out and uh, ask for some guidance on this. And I actually had my wife help me the other day. With your lineup? Yeah, with my lineup. Fun. She's not so good. Did uh, you win? No. No. <laughs> no. No. I lost that. We did two bets the exact same. Uh-oh. Not great. Uh-oh. Not great. I was thinking, oh, yeah, doubling my money here. Didn't do well. Jackson, on the other hand, is doing well. And you guys can do well, too. Like I said, you just got to win one, and you can really get ahead on your first one. So you should download the app now. Sign up with the code TBPN. That's TBPN, everybody. Place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if you do. That could keep you going the rest of the season. The code, again, is TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions do apply. Gamble responsibly, folks. <laughs> <laughs> and it is time for Noah or Blow It, your favorite Utah Jazz Beats podcast segment of the day. <laughs> <laughs> of the hour. And we have Carter Coleman coming on. You ready to call? Oh, man. Carter Coleman sounds famous. I like the name already. That's a great I, name. I have a really good feeling about this guy, but the questions are going to be tough. And you guys play along at home, too, you listeners. I got to pull these questions out. Get ready. I got to act like we're official for Carter. Um. Okay. Call. Coach Carter. Carter's his first name, though, right? Carter is his first oh, okay, name. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. There it is. We are connected. We are. Hey, can you hear me? Carter, it, it didn't even ring. You're just antsy, ready to get on the show. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was ready. I was ready. I had my phone in hand. I love it. Well, <laughs> well, Carter, thanks for being here. You're with Jazz Beats. I'm Jackson. We're here with Tyson as well. Carter, where are you at right now? Where's home for you? Uh, so home is Clinton, Utah, but work is in Orem, Utah. Okay. <laughs> so you're traveling the northern part of the state. You're a yes, commuter. Yes. Okay. Yeah, well, good. I am a commuter. So you're representing Clinton though, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> All right. Clinton's on the line here. Okay. If you're not sure how this works, <laughs> Carter, we're going to give you three questions and we're going to kind of ramp them up in difficulty. We try to do that for you. Um, okay. If you get all of these questions right, you are the number one jazz fan of all time and you can go Perfect. and share that with everybody. Now, however, Perfect. if you get one wrong, I'm sorry, but you are the worst jazz fan ever so lots on the line there's a lot on the line line. just so you know it will be in your wikipedia at one point in your life that you were either the greatest (laughs) or the worst jazz fan and who wants a a nasty mark on their wikipedia hey as long as i get to the point where i actually have a wikipedia that's my own name that'd be pretty cool i like that see carter's on the win-win concept like i am can't we can't we just start one for him i mean can't anybody edit wikipedia absolutely 
Well, get on that, Carter. I mean, you got every, you got internet. Put it up. Let's go. <laughs> I guess I'll make a Wikipedia for myself. I need something to put on there first. So I hey. guess number one jazz fan would be a good start. That's, right. That's it. That's it. Hey, when we're all done, Carter, you do have the opportunity to call out a friend, loved one, family member, fellow jazz fan to see how they, how they do on next week's Know It or Blow It. So awesome. Be thinking about that. Are you ready? Are you ready, Carter? Uh, as ready as I'll ever be. <laughs> Okay. Do you want to start, Tyce? Yeah, I'll start because I'm a bit odd. Okay. <laughs> I got <laughs> it. I got intended. it. Yep, I got it. All right. Here we go, Carter. Question number one. How many technical fouls has Coach Hardy had so far this year? Uh, just, just the one, right? First one in his career. Survey just, says. Just the one, Carter. Good for you, buddy. <laughs> Way to Perfect. go. Okay, question number two. You are rolling, by the way. Also, if you don't know, <laughs> if you don't know the answer to a question, you d- can pass and come back to it yeah. after. So you still have to answer all three, but you can pass and come back if you want to hear the third question. Question number two. How many times has a jazz player won the MVP award of the league? Mm-hmm. That's a tough one. It man. Is, it it's is. Super... We ramped up pretty quick this week. Yeah. Let me think on that one. Let me hear the third question and then I'll come back to that. Okay. S- smart Be play. thinking about smart it. Play. Tyson, you're up. Okay. Okay, this is this this has to do with current jazz fanness. If you got the fever, baby. Question number three: yeah. What former Utah Jazz man, as in a player, was interviewed with Bowler Jack and Thurl Bailey during the Utah Jazz Blazer game? What current jazz man was interviewed from Bowler Jack and Thurl Bailey? He's a former. He formerly played on oh, the Utah Jazz. Formerly played. And he was interviewed by Thurl Bailey and Bowler Jack during the Utah Jazz Portland Blazer game. Yikes. That is unfortunate. I was coming back from St. George at the time when Ooh. the Super Six, so I was I was not watching the game. But let's let's give what? him a heads up. Don't let's let gi- the jury yeah, give, know. Give me, Do we give him a, give me a hit. an Absolutely. era? An Absolutely. Era? I've, well, or, or also you could te- let him know – what? <laughs> We're improving here. Okay, whatever you're thinking, give him, give him a, give him a nut. I'm gonna give you an era. This guy was a part of the the two NBA Finals runs that the Jazz had in the '90s. Really? Okay. And he was a starter. Yeah, that narrows it down. You got one that, in five at that least. That really narrows it down. And if you know, um, <laughs> never mind. Go ahead. Well, I'll say. Um, the answer to number two, that question and answer to question two, Carl Malone, two-time MVP. Good, for you. Good for you, man. Carl Malone says, it okay, was. so it's all on the line. It all comes down to you getting COVID 2022 on your drive home and missing the game. I <laughs> know, for real. Because this, this is the type of stuff that happens in between timeouts and plays. you got to be like right on the money to catch this. What t- I, I, I'm going to leave it back to you. We've got we've given you a lot of clues. You you have you Who's have. It I be? mean, I have a I have a one in five shot, but I just don't know if it's someone super obvious or someone kind of out of the out of the woodworks. Yeah, you can um, play you can play process of elimination here and and probably come up with something. Let's let's do that. Who would you eliminate first? If you had, to I pick don't a think player? you. I don't think it would be Russell. I don't think it would be Oster Tag. Okay. Are we telling him if he's right? I'm just saying okay. 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 You know, I'll just 
shot in the dark. You guys asked me a question about Carl Malone. Maybe he pulled up to the game. I'll go Carl Malone. Carter, Carter, we were so close. It was not Carl Malone. <laughs> It, uh, that's a bummer. It, it was, in fact, Jeff Hornacek, who is now on working for the Utah Jazz. So, oh, dang it! Okay, that so makes. Sense. I, mean, I hate to say it, so I'm going to have Tyson say it. You suck. <laughs> hey, that's okay. That's okay. Uh, I understand. I understand. Honestly, that's a tough one, especially in your situation. Uh, our sympathies to you and your family, <laughs> and and all your posterity, who's going to know about this? On your, uh, from you your Wikipedia what? page. <laughs> On my Wikipedia page, when I start that. Hey, that's okay. You know, had I watched the game, I would have got it. But I was, yep. I was on a different planet at the time. It's all good. Well, we appreciate you as a listener. <laughs> we appreciate you coming on as our special guest today. Who are you thinking for next week? Uh, we'll go with um, we'll go with my uncle Stephen Schrock. Stephen. Okay, Stephen, we're coming after you next week. Is that Stephen with a V or a PH? <laughs> That's a, with a V, S T E V. Okay, I like good it. man. I like good it. man. Hey Carter, yeah. you've been a blast. I really appreciate you coming on. It's a ton of fun having you. Um, just so you know, our our list our our guest record is about fifty fifty. So you're not alone in this, and we do make these questions pretty tough sometimes. So. That was a good one. That was a good one. I'll give it to you. <laughs> Don't take it personally. Um, you can call us and we can make you feel better about things if you're feeling down about it. But uh, we appreciate <laughs> you coming on, man. Hey, thanks, Carter. Yeah. Have a good one, man. Thank you, guys. Yep. Have we'll a good one. We'll see Bye. you. Okay, we're going to get Steven next week. Yeah. Um, we're going to make it even harder. I think, I think the contestants that, 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 that don't get it right don't want to tell any of their friends they were on a <laughs> podcast <laughs> because they don't want them to know. Yeah, that's okay. That, that's a tough question. That's, a, that's more of a question of did you watch the game or not? You right, know? right. That's it. And maybe we should have said, did you watch the game? Yes or no. That determines the question we can even ask. Had a backup. Although a good jazz fan... Watches every game. games. That's right. So shame on him. That's right. What do we got coming up in Jazzland uh, uh, for games? Out here. Let's find out. Okay, we've got Golden State Warriors coming up on Wednesday, December seventh. That is in Utah. Great. And then we have Friday. The big one. The big one. One of the the highlight. If you have a Jazz calendar, you circled this game. I guarantee why, it. Why? Why are? Because Rudy Gobert is coming to town Friday, um, in Salt Lake. We played them early on in Minnesota and beat them. One of a, a big upset at the time, at the time, and he's coming back to to Utah for the first time in his career, playing in Utah, not in a Jazz jersey. It'll be interesting. I think he'll be well received. I we do all, too. We all still love Rudy Gobert. If he's not suspended for tripping that Williams guy, <laughs> do you see us having a video for him? If we he, had a little one for Bogey. One hundred percent. He came back. One hundred percent. Okay. If if we don't. We Shame on the Jazz. 100%. Yep. I mean, Rudy has been with us through thick and thin, mostly just the tall, but he's... <laughs> if you didn't know, Tyson <laughs> might be the king of dad jokes. Oh, man. His kids despise it, I'm oh, sure. Oh, <laughs> man. Jackson does, too. Yep. No, I, I would expect a video there, and I would expect us to... Uh, when he comes in and yeah. gets announced, and uh, I hope he feels a little bit of love in Utah. And I hope that uh, he doesn't trip any of our players. I'm excited to see him and Conley and Clarkson pre-game or post-game. For sure, for the sure. The big embrace. That always happens. For sure. It'll be good. Yeah, no, that will be fun. Uh, back to the Golden State Warriors on Wednesday. Really quick, I'm just going to back up for a second. 
Golden State Warriors are tied with us as the number three highest scoring team right now, points per game. So that's 117 points, um, which which makes which makes the game for me way fun. I I would love if there was just poor poor defense, but the offense was just dialed in and shots were dropping. I mean, that's a way fun game to watch, which is kind of what we've seen a lot of this so far this season for the Utah Jazz. And when we play against other teams like Golden State that also put a lot of points up, it just makes for a, a fun, entertaining game. So this is one I'm also going to be keen to watch because Steph, obviously, he's a magician. He's like a Doctor Who. He's crazy. And I just love it when teams are just going on running streaks. So fun to watch. Speaking of streaks, the Warriors are climbing. They were struggling really early on in the season. I think they yeah. were as low as like 12th in the West. They're now six. They've won seven of their last 10. Um, so the Jazz better be ready. Coming off of, uh, a tough loss against Portland, they do have a couple days rest. Um, so let's see if that comes into effect. But I, I love playing Golden State. I love watching Steph play. Um, but I also love watching Steph lose if it's to the Jazz. Yeah, and he will. Now we got a back-to-back game right after Golden State. We're on a plane straight to Denver. After Minnesota. Sorry, after Minnesota. So the f- Friday night we play Minnesota, and then the very Saturday night we're uh, just over the state line and playing the Joker. Last time we were in Denver, we did get blown out by 20-plus. Huge disappointment. Um, so we'll see if we can bounce back from that. We've got a chip on our shoulder, and I think we have to go back and prove to the Denver fans that we're the real deal. We're not to be walked over. We can still contend. Anything else going on for you in your world? Tyson, how you doing? I'm good. <laughs> doing good. good. Have we seen Joe Ingles play yet so far this season? I, I haven't watched him play okay. yet. But. So uh, it, it, technically in, the, in, in Tyson's rule book, if you haven't played on another team with their jersey, you're still on the team that you were on before. So Joe Ingles is still a jazz man. I just want to clarify that. Yeah, he's played in exactly zero games okay. this year. Okay, so I just want to make sure everybody knows that we still have Joe Wingles on the team. <laughs> that's good to that's, know. That's, just my, the, that's all I want to leave with. <laughs> we can leave with that then. Okay, and we will. <laughs> hey, thank you guys for listening, watching, wherever you are. We really appreciate you. Um, thanks for sticking it out this long for us. Um, shout out to our sponsors. Shout out to the Utah Jazz. Love everything. Tyson, close us off. Sabadabadoo, baby, <laughs> let's go! Let's go!